You ready? I'm ready. Now leaving the shop around the corner, next stop, Fox Book Superstore. Choo-choo! Welcome to You've Got a Minute. You know who we are. You know what we're doing. Well, what if they don't? What if you're new? What if this is, what if episode 30 is their first minute? We've already done this hypothetical. It wasn't recorded. Oh, geez. So real quick, we did a whole episode and we never pressed record. So <laughs> regardless of any of that stuff was repeated, we won't know. That's true. Well, I made the point that I don't want to do introductions anymore. And Cheyenne made the point, what if a person is in a hotel room watching You've Got Mail for the first time and they look up our podcast? No, that's not what I said. I said if they're in a hotel room, they turn on the TV, they're on minute 29. It's not that long into the film. Like, they could start from there. Similarly, if episode 30 is your first episode of You've Got a Minute, welcome. You are more than welcome to start here. Because things are just getting started. So Joe Fox has just purchased books from the shop around the corner where the uh, owner of the shop, Kathleen Kelly, told Joe, unknowing who he was, that Fox Books, his store, can go to hell. But I... She, she whispered it. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Kathleen Kelly doesn't swear. Can go to hell. <laughs> just a heavy breath. Just a resurrected Voldemort whispering his first words. She says goodbye to Matthew and Annabelle by name. This is why she's such an incredible shopkeeper. And as the kids are on their way out, she says, Matt, you know what? I have to ask you another thing. Can you spell cat? Gotta get that catchphrase in one more time. Another fun thing to note is that uh, as they're leaving, they hand Joe the, the bag of books that they've just purchased. And it's like a nice tote bag. Yeah, like a screen printed tote. Yeah, and he's like, whoa. Which just goes to show you like the quality experience experience that you're getting in this store and how alien it is to someone like joe fox yeah it's like paying to go to disney world or paying to go to six flags yeah like all of your drinks are going to be in collectible cups that you insist your parents keep even though they're too big for the cabinets and so then you just end up with a pile of them in that one bottom cabinet off to the side or a future ebay gold mine. so as they're leaving one really fun thing that does happen in the shop around the corner is uh it's the perfect exit, really. And, and it wasn't scripted is what we've heard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Joe is leaving. He has all of their shit in his hands from the carnival. Kathleen and George are kind of laughing at them all. Faces painted and stuff as they're leaving. It's very charming. And Tom Hanks accidentally closes the door on one of their balloons. And kicks Matthew. <laughs> yeah. He's, when Matthew says F-O-X, Joe's like, ha ha ha, Fox, get out of here. And physically kicks the kid out the door and then slams the door, catching one of their balloons in the door and barely missing the fish yeah and he opens the door and says good thing it wasn't the fish <laughs> and then leaves and everyone laughs but the laughing is definitely unscripted i mean meg ryan and steve zahn are genuinely laughing in a way that we haven't seen characters laugh before so you can tell this was some ad-libbing from tom hanks yeah the rumor is that like he didn't mean to catch the balloon in the door at all and that whole thing was just a uh the cameras were rolling and they caught it before they said cut uh, and then they decided to keep it. And it's really wonderful. It's just it, charming. It brings us into the next sequence, which everyone hold on to your pants. We have another song. This is like two in a row. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs on this chaotic playlist. Oh, wow. What is it called again? I think it's just Splish Splash, right? By Bobby Darren. Splish Splash, I was taking 
All up in a Saturday night. Yeet. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Darren definitely says yeet. It doesn't say yeet, but I always say yeet. It's so funny and bizarre. And what we see as this song is happening is a bunch of New York shops opening in the morning. Mm-hmm. We've got a pizza parlor. A little bagel place. I don't think we get the nut shop. They don't but, show the nut shop again. But we do get to opening day of Fox Books. Do we think this is like the next day or how much time has passed? Uh, I think... A week or so. Yeah, it's probably not the the very next day. But yeah, Fox Books, we get a montage of it opening up. They open their doors. There's a crowd of people outside, one of whom we will talk about more later. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that, Miranda. Uh, And everyone goes inside. We get to see all of the the staff welcoming people in. We see them putting baked goods in little counter things. It is like the most deluxe Barnes and Noble. And actually it gave me a lot of warm fuzzies thinking about Barnes and Nobles in the nineties where like your parents would go to pick up a book and you as a child would like get a stack of books and go read them in a big comfy chair. They of course have since taken away those chairs because it just creates an environment of loitering. Mm -hmm. But Man, it was good to see that. I think my favorite part of this minute is there's a man who sits down in a chair, mm-hmm. opens his backpack, mm-hmm. takes out a tin foil, like a sandwich or a baked potato or something. He also takes out a salt and pepper shaker. Like, yeah. He is setting up for the day. And that's the whole point, right? Is they try so hard to show you all of the advantages of a charming little shop like the shop around the corner. But people are obviously here for the big discount bookstore as well. And and they, you know, it has its advantages. And it's not just that. I mean, it's having basically a Starbucks inside. It's having furniture. Kathleen's store appeals to one demographic and it doesn't have any of those amenities. Yeah. So they both sell books, but they're actually giving very different experiences, which I didn't realize I'd be putting some value in what Joe is offering the community, but... As an adult, that's where I would be going. I wouldn't be going to shop around the corner regularly. It does make me wish, you know, there are so many like little uh, like houses in Austin that are on main streets that have been converted into charming little coffee shops. Mm-hmm. I wish those places sold books too. Because I, I, when I worked downtown before the pandemic, not downtown, but when I worked in Austin, you know, we would go to these little coffee shops, like uh, the whole office crew would go, and there were these fun, charming little places with couches and stuff. If those places sold books, I'm comfortable posting up in a coffee shop for hours. Mm-hmm. But you make a bookstore that small, and I'm like, oh, I got to get in and out of here. This is this is anxious. Yeah, I can't take advantage of their hospitality towards my consumerism if I'm not just spending all my time buying things. It's weird. It's weird. If I go into a place that's the size of a small house and I buy a coffee and I sit down on a comfy couch and they have a book there to read, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If that place was a bookstore, I would be like, I don't want to be a bother. What a strange set of rules in our consumerist reality we've created around these different institutions based on what yeah. is the primary thing being sold. Yeah. Now, if I go to a Barnes & Noble... Which is to say, why is no one having sex in a sex shop? That's exactly the point. We've finally gotten to the real meat of the matter. The thesis of this film. How come nobody fucks in a fuck store? (laughs) Eli, (laughs) your mother listens to this. (laughs) Not anymore. So anyway, we get this lovely montage of all of the good, the virtues of a place like Fox Books. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of depressing, because we've been set up to... I hate this place, and they have a lot of fun, great stuff happening here. I think the real issue is the 
myth or reality of scarcity. Like, why can't both of these things exist? Yeah. Well, I have a, a headcanon that at the end of this movie, Joe Fox just buys the shop around the corner and lets Kathleen continue to run it. Oh, that definitely doesn't happen, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beautiful thought. It's after the credits. It's in. It's on fanfiction.net. Fox Books, like, writes it off as a philanthropic yeah. endeavor. Yeah. It's no, no, a, no, listen, we're making people, we're making, listen, we're making children turn into the people they're going to be. Yeah, and that is readers. Readers, Dad. Liberal nuts. Yeah, and then they'll come bring their salt and pepper shakers to our store. This is an investment in Fox Books by making people love books. It's called Little Fox around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we are at the end of minute 30, 25% through the film. That's crazy. Yeah. And we've not only now have we met our full cast, but we've met both of we've We've met the Fox Books Superstore as well. Yeah. I think the only big characters we're going to meet. I call them big. They just stand out in my heart. But they're all like tertiary. They're all in like two scenes. Yeah. At most. They're people that you're going to be like, oh, wait, they're from this movie or this thing. Very exciting. And wow. I think also as we, we move into future minutes, we're going to start moving into the winter times, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite segments of the film. The you film... know what? I shouldn't give it all away. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about all of this later, folks. So come back next week for more of You've Got a Minute. Until then. Thank you. Thank you. I was taking a bath. Uh, uh, uh. all of it on Saturday night. Wait. Uh. Bye, folks. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode.